Happy Tuesday. Today we are gonna talk about getting those customers up on the soapbox and having them become an advocate for your facility. If you wanna know why and you wanna know how, we tell all after the intro. Here we go. This is the Find the Green podcast. With your host, PGA Master Professional, Jason Rockhold. Hello and welcome to Find the Green. Today we are going to talk about brand advocacy. We're going to talk about getting people up on that soapbox and talking great things about your golf course. How we're going to do that? We've got a lot of different ways. But as always, I want to start you off with some interesting information here. We've got some stats here. As always, I always like to throw out some stats at the very beginning, and we're going to give you some things that you can do to start your own course advocacy program at your facility. So let's kick it off right now. First thing that you really want to know is why would we even do a product advocacy thing? Why would we do anything that has anything to do with promoting the golf course through utilizing partners and customers and employees, potential influencers, other stakeholders that could recommend the golf course or potentially create some content around the golf course and what you do there. Why would anybody want to do that? I mean, <laughs> I say that jokingly, but one thing that we don't have as golf professionals is time to really create a ton of content. And that's where great companies like the one that I run actually allows that to happen and allows you as a golf professional to run the golf course in the best possible way that you can and leave that advocacy or leave that content creation up to some other people. But a great way that you can do it without paying a company to do that is to talk to some of your customers, talk to those stakeholders that are really interested in making sure that the golf course succeeds, it continues to get better, and they can help you find out what it takes to get those customers excited and come out and play your course. Now, basically what an advocate does is they endorse the golf course to everybody they know. They stand up on a soapbox, and that's why I said soapbox advocate. They stand up on a soapbox and they're like, hey, this is the greatest golf course ever. You need to come and play this golf course. Those are the type of people that you wanna have in your corner, and it's always a good thing to try to figure out a way to incentivize them for the help that they're doing for you. Now, like I said, here's some stats. According to Nielsen, Nielsen ratings, they do the television and all that stuff. 92% of people believe that recommendations from friends and family is a form of marketing. And as you know, most people are looking for recommendations or reviews or something that basically justifies why they're spending money there. And if somebody they know and trust justifies that for them, it really makes it easier for them to not only come back, but tell their friends about the purchase that they did or the decision that they made to come and play your golf course. 92% of customers trust recommendations from people that they know that kind of goes hand in hand with what I just said. 50% of word of mouth recommendations are the leading factor behind a purchasing decision. 50% are leading 
factors for word of mouth. So everything that you see out there, all the flyers, everything that goes out, the biggest thing, half of the decisions that are made are strictly word of mouth. The rest of it, everything else that you do makes up the other 50%. So if you can spend some time with 50% of the reasons why you make sales, it makes complete sense to do whatever you can to get those people excited about what you're doing out there. Another one, 72% of people trust online reviews as much as a personal recommendation. We've talked about this in the past and I'm on the soapbox about this. It is so important to make sure that your online reputation, all the reviews that go online about your facility, you are not only thanking all the good ones that are there, but making sure that all the bad ones that are on there, and hopefully there's not a lot of them, but if there are bad ones on there, you actually address those customers and say, I am sorry for your poor experience. We will do whatever we can to make it right. It shows not only that you went out of your way to say, I'm sorry, let's make it right, but it shows that the customer's experience is your number one priority and you will do whatever you need to do to make sure that they had a great time. So isn't that exactly what you'd like to advocate? 84% of corporate decision makers start their process because of a referral. So if somebody says, yeah, we had a company picnic at this golf course, then there's a really good chance that they're going to try to make that happen at that facility as well. Just a few more quick stats. 3.3 billion brand mentions are made across the internet every single day. Nine of 10 word of mouth conversations of brands happen offline though. So putting those numbers together, only 10% of word of mouth is 3.3 billion mentions a day. Just put the numbers together on that one. It's really quite big. Most Americans mention a specific brand at least 60 times per week if they like them. So if you are very excited about this new Nike hat that you got or these new tailor-made golf balls that you have or that really great golf course that you played, they're going to bring it up any way they can. So it's incredibly important to make sure that you get some people that are interested in telling people about your facility. Now, of advertising people out there, the content creators and all those type of people like myself, 64% of us believe, including myself, believe that word of mouth advertising is still the most effective form of advertising. Now, I'm not saying dump everything that you're doing and do 100% word of mouth, but what I am saying is that word of mouth advertising is something that you need to pay attention to. Online reviews, all of those soapbox advocates that go out and are positive about your facility, you really need to do what you can to keep them talking that way and bringing more people to the course. Now, there's a lot of places that are trying to get as many people to like their Facebook page or follow them on Instagram and doing all these different giveaways. The first 500 people, we're going to give away an iPad to somebody. If you sign up by Thursday, you'll get a free dozen golf balls. 
The difficulty about that is you're going to have a lot of people that sign up for that and don't pay any attention to what you do. They're literally doing it to try to win that free thing. And one thing that a lot of golf courses, a lot of companies are doing is they're not connecting online through their social medias. They're just collecting people online. And unfortunately, and I've seen this actually a lot of the major influencers when it comes to online marketing talk about how it's important to connect to your group of people and not worry about collecting a bunch of disengaged people. It's easier to sell yourself as an advocate online if you have a hundred thousand followers, but if only a thousand of those followers actually care what you're saying, what credibility does that really bring? So one thing that you really want to make sure of when you're a golf course, you want to try to connect with everybody that is online with you and connect in a positive way. Just like I talked about going back with those reviews, you have to make sure that you're connecting online and not really overly worrying about the amount of followers or likes that you get. Those will come but credibility is the key and that credibility comes with connecting and making a true effort to make a connection with that customer when they reach out. All right, now it's challenge time. As you always know that I try to throw out a challenge every week. One of the things that I want you to do is go back online, and this one's an online version of it. Go back and see how many reviews that you've had in the last year and how many of them have you actually made some sort of effort to connect with them, say thank you for the review or sorry you had a poor time. See how far they go back where you haven't made any sort of comment. If you make a comment, every time. Awesome. Way to go. Really excited about that. You're going to really fall into the next stage of what we talk about really easily. But for those of you that have not gone through this, go online, fix that online situation that you have going on, because whether they're positive or negative, not showing up to the conversation allows the conversation to go wherever it wants to go. If you are a part of the conversation, you can help direct that back to the positive side of what's going on. If somebody had a poor time out at your golf course and it just so happened that they showed up the day after it got airified and they didn't know about it, if you go online and talk about how you can make that right with them, it will show to every person that is looking to come and play your facility that you care about the experience that the customer is having there. And that will go so far. All right, that's my first challenge. Be your own advocate. The next thing I want you to do is a course advocacy program. Yep, I said it. I kind of put together a cool little program and I'm not sure if any of you would be interested in doing it. If you want the actual paper part of it, I can definitely send it out to you. You can email me at jrockhold at pga.com and I can get it out to you. But the basic thing that I want to do is a course advocacy program that has has 12 events over the course of the year that helps the betterment of the facility. So different things like having one month where you have people come out and they help put sand in the divots or a rake replacement day where they go out and drive around and check and see which rakes need to be replaced and then replace them. A ball mark repair team. And the cool thing about it is you get a bunch of people to come out and do this. And it's more of a social event. I talked a little bit about the divot 
crew that they do up here in Charlotte and they run around and fill in all the divots a couple times a year and have a nice little drink party afterwards. That's the main thing about it is trying to get these to be social events for advocates that are interested in helping the facility. And then after they get done, potentially have a free dinner. Like I said before, there's some places that do free drinks. These are all things that can add to the reason why they want to come and do this. Now, to get them to become a course advocate, I definitely recommend that you make some requirements because in this program, there's going to be some really cool benefits that they get, but they have to hold up their end of the bargain. And like I suggested before, 12 events over the course of the year, maybe they have to make it to eight of them. I mean, obviously they get that free dinner, the free drinks or whatever for coming out. But in addition, in this program that I'm putting together, they get a special advocate discount card where they get an additional 10% in the shop, potentially 10% off cart fees, range, food, lessons. You could even go as far as giving them preferred tea times, all of these things to give to your advocates and make sure that they understand that being an advocate means that they get these awesome privileges. It's like when you just kick this thing off, you want to hold it to about 20 to 30 people at the most. And it's a small active group. And that way there's a sense of urgency to stay in that group. What you want them to do is you can give them rewards for bringing new golfers or posting on social media. If it's a private golf club, they could host somebody that's interested in joining and they could talk about why they want to be a member at that golf course. All of these programs can be shaped to fit the growth of your facility. So I really want you to jump on board with this. I am on my soapbox talking about it right now, how important it is to get that word of mouth going, get it going in a positive way. And I'm gonna end it on one more stat. Two thirds of brand mentions are in a positive nature. So if people are talking about word of mouth, most likely it can lead to a positive brand reputation. So the more people you get talking about the great experience that they had at your facility, the better you're going to perform in the word of mouth marketing arena. All right. As I said, if you want to contact me, hit me up. All my information is in the outro. Love to start a conversation with you, see where it can go. Potentially, we can get you onto the program. We can talk a little bit about what you're doing to make golf better. I want to hear so many different things on how we can continue to raise the bar when it comes to getting a great experience for those customers that are coming out to play. So have a great week, and I will talk to you next Tuesday. See ya! listening to this week's find the green podcast with pga master professional jason rockhold hit subscribe now to get the latest find the green podcast with new episodes uploaded every week email your questions and comments to jrockhold at pga.com or reach out on your favorite social media twitter instagram facebook all at find the green